Hello and welcome to the Inner Sanctuary podcast with me, Jess Morgan. I'm flying solo today, so this time it's a little bit different. It's Autism Awareness Day and it felt right to share something personal with you, a story about me and my son. The pool was so much quieter than it had been earlier in the day. It was colder now. A threat of rain in the looming clouds with moments of sunshine stretching through and on to the crystal clear water. Brothers and sisters splashing around while looking over their shoulder, checking their siblings were safe and having fun. My boy, going back and forth in a straight line horizontally across the oval-shaped pool from one set of steps to the other floating atop his multicoloured beach ball that he clings onto for dear life, not in fear of the water, but of the imminent threat of one of his peers who might just be a chancer. Parents chat around the water's edge, sharing experiences, watching like eagles. The ever-present anxiety that always bubbles below that your child will melt down first. It's safer company here. We all understand each other. There's less fear, less embarrassment if your child catches the hand of a stranger and starts marching them around or looks through bags that don't belong to them for phones and devices. You can spot the first-time parents, those who are adjusting to their unexpected or maybe expected reality, some in the water, expressions of elation and pride and others exhibiting the lasting shock-filled eye gaze of a recent diagnosis. The confirmation they knew was coming, that they likely fought so hard for but still weren't quite ready for. Then there are the mothers with more than one child accessing this resource. Monuments to resilience and unconditional love. Proudly taking pictures, talking to their children with no-nonsense words, drawing out the best in them. It's not all plain sailing. There are outbursts. One fully clothed mother hands her phone to a friend, sensing that at some point she may need to go full pammy and run into the water. She's right. In a matter of minutes, she is up to her waist, gently and reassuredly restraining her son from hitting another child. There's no aggression, no malice, just a sensory curiosity that needs to be fulfilled. He's out, she's wringing wet, and after a short, calming conversation, he's back in the water. And she stands at the side, her black leggings shimmering in the sunlight. There's no colliding of worlds here. This is our world. This is where we can be unapologetically us where our culture is dominant and we are all home. Over time, your expectations adjust, not of your child, but of the who and the where. Sideways glances, attempts at empathy that sound like we're all a bit autistic, well-meaning, but way off the mark. And it's not true, by the way. A gentle voice approaches. 
Just so you know, we're closing in 30 minutes. This who knows. She's here every week. The closing notice used to be 15 minutes. She quickly learned it wasn't enough. Home time. A window of time where anything can happen. We've all been dreading it. There are different tactics and techniques, trickery and bribery. Siblings help to escort. There are meltdowns, comedy chases that wouldn't be out of place at a silent movie. A freshly dried and clothed child who escapes his mother's grip and wades back into the water. Spare adults assist families who aren't their own with knowing smiles and reassuring words. For us, these days, where we venture out alone are becoming less. With growth spurts and hormones, we're particular about where we can spend our time, just the two of us. And we like it here. It's secure. Familiar. It has a great big locked gate. And we can see the car park. We finally get to the car. It's stuffy and warm, but a welcoming space. A safe space that allows us a moment to catch our breath. My boy and I share a smile. An acknowledgement. We know that went really well, and it feels good. On the drive home, I glance at him in the rearview mirror. As he looks out of the window, pointing at passing cars with a well-timed middle finger. He's smiling. These moments never taken for granted. Precious. My mind wanders to a familiar place. The future. If I could live forever, our future would be secure. But I can't. So what happens then? A giggle cuts through the air. It's one of the things I love the most. His laugh. Rarely do I know what is so amusing. The abstract to me makes perfect sense to him. This child, my child, is the best of us. He is beautifully ignorant to the pressures of his peers. He is innocent and affectionate. He is consistent and loyal. I often wonder about heaven. What will I be like? I think I will be more like my boy than he will be like me. When everything around us tells us that success looks like beautiful homes, extensive travel and a self-centred freedom, he tells me that success looks like being secure in dependency, practising curiosity in the seemingly mundane, laughing at the small things and being unapologetically who you are, without fear, without limits. He is the best of us. He is the best of me.